For our wrestling is not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against the powers, against the world's rulers and the darkness of this age, and against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Ephesians 6, 12. Heavenly Father, today we stand in awe of your power and majesty as we meditate upon these words. They remind us that we are a part of a cosmic struggle far greater than ourselves. It is not merely the challenges, conflicts, and difficulties that we see on the surface, but a profound battle in the spiritual realm. We acknowledge that we are utterly powerless against these things on our own. And so we come to you, Lord, our rock, fortress, and deliverer. Clothe us with your full armor so that we might stand firm in the face of evil. Father, grant us a spirit of courage that we might face these spiritual challenges not with fear, but with a resolute heart anchored in the knowledge that you are by our side. Make us warriors for your kingdom, Lord, equipped and ready to fight, not with weapons of this world, but with love, faith, and righteousness that comes only from you. Thank you for the indwelling power of your Holy Spirit who equips, guides, and empowers us to face whatever comes our way. We're grateful that we don't have to walk through this darkness alone. Your Spirit is our constant companion, providing the strength and comfort to endure. As we navigate the challenges of this world, keep our eyes fixed on you. May our lives be a testament to your power and your glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Welcome to Pray News, where hope is our only bias. Today's news at a glance, we have an update on the Israeli counteroffensive in the hostage situation in Gaza. Maui reopens to tourists, but the recovering people beg for some compassion as you visit. And Robert F. Kennedy and Cornell West have changed their bids to independent. What does that mean for the future of American politics? Today, we want to reflect on the idea of nuance. When tension rises, people fight and division looms, it's important for believers to look at the hidden truth hiding in the margins. Sometimes it's not as simple as this party is good or this party is evil. The truth is there are well-meaning individuals on both sides. Nor is war as simple as this country is evil and this country is good. Because we know that within every nation, there are kind-hearted individuals caught in a mess and stuck under their own regime. Scripture reminds us that our war is not against one another, but against the lies of the enemy, ideologies that would keep us from God, and the pull of sin that seeks us all. Those things should be the aim of our ire. Today, let's unite under the universal struggle of being human and trying to figure things out. Then, let's breathe a sigh of relief that our God has patience as we navigate it all, face pain through life, and try and seek his righteousness. We're so glad you're here. We pray that today's news leaves you both informed and transformed. If you've been blessed by Pray News thus far, consider writing us a review. We would love to hear from you. Before we get to today's first story, let's hear a word from these sponsors. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. 
on the network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Today's first story is about the Israeli counteroffensive and updates between the Israeli and Gaza conflict. Now, keep in mind that this news is going to be continually updated. You can visit Praynews.com for all of our latest updates. The world watches as Israel gears up for a ground war in Gaza. The situation has captivated international attention, weighing heavy on the hearts of people around the globe. The prospect of a new devastating conflict in one of the most historically volatile regions poses challenges not only for those directly involved, but also for the international community. President Biden has publicly condemned Hamas's attack on Israel, describing it as an act of sheer evil that resulted in the death of more than 1,000 civilians, including at least 14 U.S. citizens. The U.S. administration is further complicating its global posture, struggling to balance its commitment to Israel, its closest ally in the Middle East, with its desire to not be drawn into another regional conflict. This situation has deflected the administration's focus from other international issues, such as the war in Ukraine and rising tensions with China. Israeli airstrikes have significantly affected parts of Gaza, killing hundreds and forcing people to flee their homes. The Israeli government has issued for the people of Gaza to evacuate, and if they don't, they will be considered enemy combatants. The Israeli government argues that the actions are a response to Hamas's unprecedented assault that killed more than 1,000 civilians and took hostages, including U.S. citizens. Meanwhile, Hamas's mass killing of Israelis has international bodies and governments urging for peace, albeit acknowledging Israel's right to defend itself. Hamas announced that it has abducted several hundred individuals with intentions to use them as leverage against Israeli military operations in Gaza. Hamas gave notice that for every missile strike against Gaza, there would be public executions of the hostages. Regardless of the political and military dynamics, the suffering of everyday people cannot be overlooked. The Palestinian Enclave's health ministry has reported 900 deaths due to the ongoing Israeli strikes in Gaza. Simultaneously, Israel is contending with casualties and hostages taken by Hamas. Both sides have been accused of war crimes thus far and are receiving ire from the international community. Calls for a ceasefire or at least humanitarian pauses have been loud but so far unheeded, and it makes sense why. The risk of regional conflict are on the rise, particularly involving Lebanon's Hezbollah or even Iran. Should Israel move forward with its ground invasion, which it definitely plans on doing, there's the potential for a long, drawn-out conflict that would inevitably involve other players and possibly even the United States. This is a critical point for us, particularly as the world is still grappling with other conflicts worldwide, such as the war in Ukraine, which we have given billions of dollars to thus far. World leaders from the U.S., France, Germany, Italy, and the U.K. have expressed strong backing for Israel. But there is a stark absence of unanimous international consensus on how to de-escalate the situation. 
It's complicated and nuanced, especially given the amount of hostages. Countries like Egypt and Turkey are working behind the scenes to mediate, but with little success so far. For years, Israel has retaliated against Hamas's attacks, but stopped short of seeking the group's complete eradication. However, this time around, the Israeli military seems intent on a more aggressive stance. With a mobilization of more than 300,000 reservists, Israel appears prepared for a long and possibly more devastating conflict than ever before. New information is pouring in each day about how this conflict began, how long it took for Hamas to plan, and the failure of the Israeli government to predict the attack. Sources from the Wall Street Journal and Breaking Points are pointing out that warnings about this attack were whispered from Egyptian intelligence. But there was no follow-through. This intensifies criticism of Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, whose heavy-handed regime has been justified thus far because it promised safety and security from Palestinian terrorism and outside threats. In the wake of all of this, his promises are in question, and the ability to protect the Israeli people. To add to the confusion, there has been an increasing amount of misinformation spreading across social media platforms, specifically on X. False videos and narratives are rampant right now making it difficult for people to discern the truth and, to be honest with you, making it difficult for us as reporters to report on the situation accurately. Cryptocurrencies have partly underwritten the conflict. Wallets associated with Palestinian, Islamic Jihad, and Hamas have received millions of dollars in crypto funds, making it easier to finance operations. We spoke about this a few months ago with North Korea funding some of its nuclear programs through crypto funds as well. This is no doubt going to lead to an international response on how crypto funds and cryptocurrencies are regulated internationally. Although Iran has not openly claimed to direct Hamas's actions, it allegedly gave the green light for the attack. Hamas claims Iran helped with the planning, further raising the temperature for the U.S. Hezbollah, another militant group backed by Iran, has so far been restricted to exchanges of fire with the Israeli military. The U.S. has warned both Iran and Hezbollah against joining the fight. From a Christian perspective, the current situation challenges us to ponder the complexities of justice, the sanctity of life, and the importance of peace. It serves as a reminder for the global Christian community to remain fervent in prayer for wisdom and for world leaders, protection for civilians, and a peaceful resolution to a deeply rooted conflict. Yesterday, we got some updates from Pastor Troy Brewer, whose ministry has been helping build bunkers and give aid to the people of Israel. This is how the body of Christ can help. As Israel readies for a possible ground invasion of Gaza, the stakes are incredibly high. This pending action comes with its set of ethical, humanitarian, and geopolitical implications that will have profound impact on an already fragile Middle East. As people of faith and conscience, the onus is upon us to seek wisdom and understanding in tumultuous times. War, in any form, is a heartbreaking outcome of human sinfulness in a broken world. The New Testament speaks to Christians about being peacemakers in Matthew 5, 9, and the importance of seeking peace in a biblical principle stems from the nature of God himself, who is the author of peace. The situation in Israel and Gaza is complex and multifaceted, as are most conflicts. While God's love for Israel is evident in the Bible, his desire for peace and justice extends to all nations and all peoples, Isaiah 56 and Acts 10. Let us pray for peace, not just for Israel, but for Gaza and all involved in this devastating situation. We want the deaths to cease, period. And so let us pray for wisdom for the leaders and comfort for those who mourn. We'll be lifting up prayers for the international community as well, as the entire world coalesces to make sure that things don't descend into chaos. 
But may we never forget in this situation that every life is precious in the sight of God. And so we'll be praying for those who are fleeing for their lives in this time, who are afraid for their families. So let's lift this story up in prayer. Lord, we lift up this dire situation in Israel, a region caught in a cycle of violence and despair. Grant wisdom to the leaders to protect the innocent lives caught in the crossfire. Instill in us a commitment to be peacemakers, to give of our resources, our time, and our talents to respond to international need. We pray for ministries like Troy Brewer in a broken world where there are being lights and beacons of hope and pillars of peace. May we always remember that your love and justice are meant for all people. We love you, Lord. Give us wisdom. Give us hope. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In Maui, Hawaii, as you step off the plane, the fragrant scent of plumeras and soft strumming of ukuleles welcome you to West Maui. But beneath the paradise is a complex tapestry of a community torn between their love for the aina, the land, and the bittersweet financial lifeline that is tourism. Just two months after a devastating fire swept through Lahaina, West Maui has officially reopened its doors to tourists. The announcement by Hawaii Governor Josh Green was met with mixed emotions, triggering protests and petitions for a delay. It's like expecting someone to host a party when their house is still burning, said State Representative Ella Cochran, embodying the sentiment of many residents who have lost so much yet are being asked to welcome tourists with their signature spirit of aloha. Tourism is the bread and butter of the island, with around 40% of Maui's GDP tied to the industry. Its significance is undeniable. Garrett Moretto, owner of a Maui brewing company, pointed out that while longer closures could give the community more time to heal emotionally, they might tear apart the local economy, a wound that would take way more time to heal. So as flower lays are being strung and hotel rooms are being prepared, the question remains, are they really ready to host visitors? And do tourists actually feel welcomed? On Sunday morning, Hawaiian Village coffee shop buzzed with activity. Lahaina Strong merchandise sold like hotcakes. And Josephine and Garrett Ward from Newport Beach, California, seemed enthusiastic but uneasy as they were visiting the area. You're torn between wanting to help and feeling like you're intruding on someone's grief, Garrett Ward confessed, a sentiment probably echoing in the hearts of many other tourists who are visiting the area right now. Though the coffee shops are bustling and merchandise is selling, the emotional turmoil of the residents is palpable. Rebecca Ucalini, a community organizer, said no one she knows really wants tourism back just yet. Our priority seems skewed, she adds, pointing to the fact that many local children have yet to even return to school after this disaster, let alone welcoming in tourists. Another resident, Aletta McGrath, questions the practicality of expecting hospitality workers to return to their jobs when they don't even have homes. You are visiting someone's home. Remember that it's a fragile place, she gently reminds potential visitors. Tourism might be reviving, but at what cost? According to the Maui Chamber of Commerce, the drop in tourism after the fires forced small business owners, even in unaffected areas, to furlough employees. On the flip side, more than 8,700 residents have filed for unemployment as of September 30th, highlighting the desperate need for economic rejuvenation. The Maui County mayor understands the fine line he's walking on, caught between the economic necessities and collective grief of a community. As he released a revised county budget proposal showing $19.5 million general fund revenue shortfall, it's clear that the island is at a financial tipping point. Yet the essence of Maui lies in the spirit of Pono, a balance and harmony that honors both the land and the people. 
As tourists, keeping that spirit in mind can make all the difference. I, your humble host, am Hawaiian myself, and I can testify to the spirit of Pono. Tourists, it's paramount to keep this Pono, not coming to the island as a receiver, but perhaps coming to the island as a giver. We as Hawaiians always understand the need for being a good guest wherever you are. So, if you're considering visiting Maui, consider how to be a good guest. Not how to take from the island, but how to give to the island. How your tourism can actually revive businesses and help families in the area. Keep in mind that this is a place that is grieving, that has experienced profound loss. So perhaps there could be a wonderful balance and a synergy between those who are coming in from the mainland and those who are Kama Aina, welcoming them in. Perhaps this synergy of giving and taking, being a good guest and being a good host is what's going to revive the spirit of Maui. This delicate situation in Maui brings to mind the biblical concept of stewardship. While the island grapples with the balancing act between economic survival and emotional well-being, it's a reminder for both residents and tourists to be responsible stewards of this beautiful land God has given us. Let's not forget tourism shouldn't just be about taking. It should be also about giving back and respecting the sanctity of a place and its people. So, if you're planning on a trip to Maui soon, remember that your vacation destination is someone else's home. Treat with love, care, and the pono that it deserves. With this being said, let's lift this story up in prayer. Dear Lord, we pray for the beautiful island of Maui and its people who are facing such a delicate balancing act. Grant the Kama'aina the wisdom to handle the complicated dance between economic needs and emotional healing. Bless the tourists with the spirit of pono so that they might contribute positively to the island that hosts them. In all things, we trust you. You are a God of healing and restoration. In Jesus' name. Amen. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Tired of the daily tussle between red and blue, conservative and liberal, right and left? Well, it appears that America's political reality show has added a twist, an independent bid by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and Cornell West. Two of the latest manifestations of our nation's simmering desire for an alternative option. RFK Jr., once a Democratic candidate, bid adieu to the party ties to run as an independent. His potential spoiler role in the 2024 elections could throw a wrench into the well-oiled machines of President Biden and possibly former President Trump as well. All signs point to those two geriatric titans clashing again. But is a third-party candidate precisely what Americans have been clamoring for? Kennedy's announcement came as a surprise to many, but it shouldn't have. The DNC made it clear that they wouldn't give platforms to any of Biden's competitors. But perhaps the DNC shouldn't have been worried about Kennedy's candidacy as a Democrat. Surveys show that 48% of Republicans have a favorable view of RFK Jr., compared to only 21% of Democrats. That's not a typo. More Republicans than Democrats seem to like Kennedy. RFK Jr. isn't alone. Cornell West, the intellectual giant with a knack for poetry and philosophy, has also abandoned party affiliations to run as an independent. And let's not forget No Labels, a group considering its own moderate presidential ticket. Predictably, the two major parties are dismissing third-party challengers. Biden's advisors poo-poo the idea that anyone would stray from the binary path. On the flip side, the Republican National Committee tells us that a Democrat in independence clothing is still a Democrat. A lovely zinger that would surely get a chuckle if political affiliations were as simple as a costume change. But they aren't as simple. Although it may be too late for an independent candidate to make a dent, all polls show that Americans are generally fed up with the two-party system. While candidates like Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and Cornell West definitely have an uphill battle on their hands to become president, one must wonder if they are trailblazers for a generation that will come after them. In an intriguing subplot, Kennedy's family members have distanced themselves, saying his independent run is dangerous to our country. Obviously, since the Kennedy family is synonymous with democratic legacy. It's worth noting that while Kennedy has wooed some of the electorate with his environmental credentials, he's not without controversial baggage. His views on vaccines and other health issues have come under scrutiny lately. He defends himself, saying his views are misconstrued by the media, but let's be real, he's not doing himself any favors with such murky rhetoric as well as his published books on the topic. At the end of the day, the shakeup could very well be a manifestation of a deeper yearning for something beyond the left-right paradigm. The established paths seem to be converging into a road to nowhere. The recent rise in independent bids might not threaten Biden or Trump right now, but keep an eye on third parties in the coming years. The two-party system has proven to be fragile lately, with infighting and differences looming large in the House as we speak. But doesn't it make sense? Don't most people hold a handful of beliefs, opinions, and passions that don't always fall neatly into the right-left dichotomy? The divisiveness we see today calls to mind the words of Jesus in the Gospel of Matthew. Every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined, and every city or household divided against itself will not stand. Let's be clear, this verse mostly has to do with Jesus' response to his skeptics. But there is a foundational truth here that we can apply. As much as Kennedy's run adds complexity to the political landscape, 
It also serves as a catalyst for conversations about unity and alternative paths. Could God be using such events to force us to reconsider our divided state and seek a more harmonious path in the middle? Maybe, just maybe, this is an invitation for us to reflect not just on our own political choices, but on the virtues we want to uphold as a nation. Are we content fighting constantly? Are we content with the right-left dynamic? Are we content with the constant arguing? Or are we wanting a middle path? Whether Kennedy is a harbinger for change or just a mere distraction, time will tell. His run is another episode in America's never-ending, increasing, and complex political drama. But what is for sure is that the future might hold something different than the left-right dichotomy, and we need to keep an eye on it. But for now, we'll close our time together in prayer. Dear Lord, in a time when division seems to be the national pastime, may we find the wisdom to appreciate the complexity in others and in ourselves. Guide us towards unity without sacrificing the virtues that make us unique. Whether these independent bids are a catalyst for change or a sideshow, let us be reminded to reflect on the kind of nation we want to be and the kind of individuals we want to be, not anchored down by political dogma, but seeking you, your truth, to be nuanced, balanced, and always seeking righteousness above all else. We love you, Lord, and we trust you in these divided times to guide us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for joining us today on Pray News. It is our aim to be informed and transformed. We pray today you would proceed with hope, love, and determination to be a force for good. If you've enjoyed this take on the news, consider writing us a review and share your experience. You can sign up for our newsletter at praynews.com. There you will find sources to all of our reporting. And be sure to download the Pray.com app to make prayer a priority in your life and experience the Bible in new and exciting ways. God bless. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.